VNN Free Talk Live with Jeff Beck. Okay. Anyway, welcome to the broadcast. Uh, this is the Monday edition of Free Talk Live. and Well, in fact, that actually means something now. So, um, at least for the foreseeable future, uh, we have a Friday edition in addition to uh, today's Monday night broadcast. Just a couple of VNN internal matters before we... Uh, we get rolling here. Uh, as we mentioned, the host of the Friday edition may have mentioned in his broadcast that VNN now has a, a much simplified method of broadcasting. So if you've got an idea for a show, uh, maybe you'd like to play music, maybe you'd like to promote your blog, or do comedy, or entertainment, or something like this, as long as it's on topic, that is... Uh, well, if I could sum it up in a word, no Jews or a phrase, no Jews, just right, we'd like you to join us. But again, what's really so cool about this, and the reason why I bring it up at the beginning of the broadcast about this development is, we really don't need a studio anymore. That is, we don't need, we don't need Stan. We don't need me. And basically, one just presses a button and whammo! Whammo! You're broadcasting. That's right. It's that simple. Anyway, get in touch with uh, someone uh, here in the forum, Stan or myself, and if you're interested. Anyway, I'd like to give a shout-out for um, the White Patriot Leader 2. And um, we're distributing this newspaper around the country. Uh, many people put a lot of effort into getting this publication out designing, crafting it, typesetting it, writing. So help us distribute this. You can find out more about this on VNN Forum. And by the way, the part of Missouri that Rounder is from, he's the uh, the clerk, I guess the main clerk for the uh, paper. Uh, the part of Missouri he's from got hit by a severe ice storm. And uh, the power was out. This is uh, southwest Missouri. Uh, Springfield, Missouri area. Anyway, the, the power was out there for several days, and I haven't seen him on the forum lately, and, and that could be why. Anyway, to find out more about the White Patriot Leader Number 2 and how you can distribute and participate, please visit vnnforum.com. Now, for those writing me about the, the Siege Project, it's been some time, and as you might know, uh, the narrator's voice uh, was pretty messed up for a while because he was sick. Uh, the narrator being uh, being me, and so um, uh, you might be able to listen if you listen to this broadcast regularly. You might be able to hear that my voice is clearing up. So we'll be resuming the Siege project. Uh, it's an audio book, uh, and Siege is the name of the title. It's a book written by James Mason, and it's about the 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 Nazi movement in this country, basically, it's about the Nazi movement uh, beginning in the late 60s and through the 70s, and, and some of the uh, conclusions that um, Mr. Mason came to about, well, I guess about what he, I guess about white nationalism, although it wasn't called white nationalism back then. Anyway, we may have an announcement about that. There may be some uh, uh, expansion of this project just a bit, but I, I can't comment upon it yet. Now, something really important, 
Uh, if you'd like to sound off, that is to call this show, here are the numbers. That's 660-675-4388. That's 660-675-4388. Although we prefer Skype calls, and the Skype ID is VNN Free Talk Live. That's VNN Free Talk Live, all one word. And if I may add, it would be uh, helpful, as I always mention, whether you're calling with a regular plain old telephone or the Skype phone, that you would send a chat message. If you listen to this show, you have a computer. So download Skype and send a chat message and say that you would like to come on. That will help. That will help a lot. Now, I would also like to remind the listeners, if you don't want to call, but still would like to make yourself known, perhaps you wish to respond to something that I or a guest says, and we're going to have a guest tonight uh, at uh, about an hour and 15 minutes from now, you can send a chat message with Skype, and I'll read your comment. Now, some comments are sent to this program that aren't meant to be read. They're just sort of rhetorical, but uh, I can kind of fish through that or just tell me that you would like to, or if you want to ask a question of me or a guest. I got a question about uh, what is the band you're playing now, and I don't, I don't know. Uh, this is from Unreconstructed, and I don't know. That was a few minutes ago, and I'm not sure what song he's referring to. The last song I played was um, from the Motor City Madman, Ted Nugent, Stranglehold, if that's what you're referring to. Okay. Uh, in last week's broadcast, I mentioned that VNN would run another 24, well, 24 hour plus broadcasting marathon on Adolf Hitler's birthday, as we say around here, birthday. Uh, his birthday sometime, his birthday, excuse me, is sometime in April. And uh, just like we did uh, for the uh, for the Yule Day broadcast, or Christmas if you prefer, and the ML Kuhn Day, uh, we ran a lot of different clips from, from Rockwell, from Pierce, a lot of different Goyfire clips, all kinds of stuff. Songs, uh, just too much to mention. Matt Hale, and it was a 24-hour-plus feed. Uh, so VNN Radio was on for a very long time. And I thought, you know, instead of Adolf Hitler's birthday, which is noteworthy, certainly, I thought we'd honor uh, George Lincoln Rockwell's birthday. Yes, George Lincoln Rockwell's birthday. And that's on March 9th. Uh, he was born in 1918, by the way. Uh, very close to my father's birthday, uh, ironically. But anyway, uh, March 9th. And tell me what you think about that. Uh, send me a chat message and let me know. Uh, for those that don't know, George Lincoln Rockwell was the founder of the uh, American Nazi Party. Uh, Pierce knew him, uh, was a part of the American Nazi Party. Uh, Rockwell is an American. And I won't now attempt to give a biography of him, but later in the broadcast, if we have time, I will read an excerpt from one of his books, This Time the World. And I really would hope everyone listening tonight would be familiar with George Lincoln Rockwell. Over on Sunlit Heights right now, we have a, uh, an animated story he wrote uh, called the, uh, the Hens and the Ducks. So... Um, uh, you can see that someone animated it. Uh, Rockwell was, was really quite uh, prolific 
during his time, and he was a real fighter. So I think we need to honor him. Uh, everyone knows about Adolf Hitler, but um, not enough people know about George Lincoln Rockwell. Well, that just about sums up the internal news uh, here on VNN, what's, what's kind of in the pipeline. Uh, we've got a special guest a second hour. But look, let's just jump right in to the uh, news roundup section tonight, okay? This is the CBS Evening News. With Dan Rather reporting from CBS News headquarters in New York. Good evening. Danger. War. Killer. Fraud. CIA. Mayhem. Crisis. Horrible. Inflation. Military threat. Flaming debris. Fatal heart attack. Stress injuries. Prison disaster. Economic collapse. Dangerous radiation. A tide of violence and human misery. A liar and an unremorseful killer. Communist international smuggling pipeline. Starving victims. And now they die. Chemical weapons. Carpet bomb. Deaths. Top FBI. Killed and injured children. Police conspiracy. Negative attacks. Discipline. Sex and drinking binges. Dying of a heart attack. Dying of breast cancer. Dying of a Japanese nuclear bomb. Mountains of credit card debt. The mountain of cocaine. Tons of cocaine. Atomic bomb radiation experiments. Unwitting test subjects. Dangerous radiation. Marijuana abuse. Hooked on drugs. Time for us to bug out. All right. Well, we're bugging in. And uh, we have some good news to start the broadcast off with, which seems to be rare and rarer these days, except for maybe when a busload of blacks uh, goes off the side of a cliff. But anyway, this is really big news here. Uh, a victory for nationalists in Serbia. This is from an Australian newspaper. Serbia's hardline radical party. Yeah, that's right, folks. Radical party, not conservative party. That should mean something. Uh, attracted the most support in a weekend general election. Dashing Western hopes. Who, who the hell is the West, anyway? Dashing Western hopes that the nation blamed for a decade of war in the 1990s will turn its back on nationalism. Well, too bad. Anyway, the result cast a pall over European Union and United States expectations. They would have a progressive Serb government to deal with after the future uh, deal with after the future of breakaway Kosovo is decided as Serbia's EU membership hopes currently frozen are now reassessed quote we are now convinced that hard days lie ahead of Serbia said radical leader Tomislav Nikolic who claimed victory and acknowledged he needed to find a strong coalition partner Mr. Nikolic said that pro, the pro-Western bloc had, quote, once more failed to fool Serbia's citizens and now was in panic. The pro-Western bloc is the Zog bloc, by the way, if you need to, if you don't already know that. Shrugging off warnings by Western envoys that chauvinist politics could lead to renewed isolation, voters underlined the radical, seemingly unbreakable bedrock of support. Well, basically, they probably haven't wired up Serbia with uh, television internet to flood porn in there and bring in drugs and destroy their, destroy their religion and their culture. So, anyway, good news for Serbia. Good news. 
You know, the real criteria in these political things, as we've said over and over again, there's nothing new here. Is it good for the white race? Is nationalism good for the white race? Yes. And of course, we don't support, if I may say we, we don't support animosity towards the many Aryan nationalities of Europe. That's a mistake. But nations have the right to autonomy and to be free from interference from the EU, EN, UN, and Zog's US Israel. And I say again, congratulations. Stay tough and mean. And I'll tell you something else if there's any antis listening out there. White nationalists, and I'll speak for American white nationalists, we don't want Mexico. We don't want to interfere anymore in these countries in Latin America. We don't want belligerence with China. Now, in return for peaceful cooperation with these countries, we want their people out, and we want them to live in their own countries and in the parasitical relationship that is where the life is sucked out of white civilization uh, for the benefit of non-whites. That will end. All right. Here in the Qua, you know, nothing in the Qua is more certain than death, taxes, and immigration. And, of course, the more immigration, the more deaths or killing we have. And, of course, taxes go up to pay for these cutthroats that we import. Now this, if it couldn't get any worse, you're wrong. Senate panel seeks asylum for Iraqis. This is from the Washington Times. Yesterday, senators urged a State Department official to expedite the flow of Iraqi refugees into the U.S. Quote, We bear a heavy responsibility for their plight, said Senator Edward M. Kennedy, author of the 1965 uh, Immigration and and, uh, Aryan Genocide. He said, quote, America, Ameriqua, must respond, end quote. A Mrs. Sauerbray, the Assistant Secretary of State for Population, Refugees, and Migration, said the U.S. government is now looking at ways to allow more Iraqis into the United States. Quote, we are looking at special visas. We are looking at some way to do in-country processing. she said. Uh, Senator Specter, the Jewish senator from Pennsylvania, the ranking Republican on the panel, said more should be done to educate Iraqis about visa and immigration procedures to the United States. By the way, uh, this is particularly uh, scary. The UN High Commissioner for uh, Refugees, that's the UN department that uh, looks over these matters, says about 12% of Iraqis 12% of Iraqis have fled their homes due to the violence that has spread through the country since the 2003 US-led invasion and by the end of 2007 that number of refugees could be 3 million and I ask how many will come to the US uh, if I were a betting man I'd say most I'd say 3 million so what's the solution to the immigration problem? Do we? I was wondering, do we put our trust in, in legislation? 
Can the political class devise a solution? Will a Tom Tancredo presidency solve the problem? You know, the Mexicans uh, and the rest will find a way to subvert any law or document. And they always have. In fact, the only time our immigration enforcement system has ever worked was when it racially sorted the population. That is, white men identified non-whites and then used force to remove them. And I might add, generally, this was done humanely. But today, the reverse is happening. That is, non-whites are removing whites from their living space. Now, the last time we really had an effective enforcement strategy was in the 1930s and 50s, and that was, of course, under the Hoover and Eisenhower administration, and it worked remarkably well. You know, we can still, these tools are still available to us. We can racially profile. This works. And these tools I'm not referring to are necessarily guns. I'm referring to ancestry by DNA. Uh, You know, we don't even need that, really. Because most of these non-whites, the vast majority of them, have already self-identified as whites, either in college admissions or entry into welfare or government jobs programs. There is already a list of non-whites in this country. It's really not that difficult. And, you know, the solution to this problem, it's trivial. But only white nationalists have the solution. It's not Tom Tancredo or Pat Buchanan. Please, please don't waste your time with them and with this current uh, paradigm of politics. It's just, it's just futile. Well, anyway, we'll be back to the question of immigration. I've got a little sound clip um, in regards to Iraq. I don't want to leave this subject. Uh, this is um, Ann Coulter. I know many... Uh, Many of us are familiar with uh, Miss Coulter. Uh, she's a neoconservative shiksa. Uh, anyway, she's out on the um, on the talk circuit uh, defending the president's uh, prosecution of the war. And incredibly, I caught this. She said that um, she said that the war is a success, and she says the violence is well. It's no worse than it is in California. And I'm not, I'm not sure any of us listening tonight, considering all the gang violence there, uh, and it's really perked up lately, where the niggers are killing the Mexicans. I'm not sure anyone considers that a success story, uh, comparing it to California. But here she is on, um, on Alan. Uh, no Jews, just right. Yeah, that's Alan. No Jews, just right. Yeah, Alan, no Jews, just right, Holmes. And here she is defending the president's... Um, uh, war making. Um, we're doing better than we will if we pull out and allow massive human Give me the successes, and, and Tell me where the successes in the Bush policy are. Where are the successes? Pardon me? Where are the successes in the Bush-Iraq policy? Pardon me? Um, for, I mean, basically, um, it is like California with Baghdad as L.A. with, with you know, the Hispanics Baghdad's like L.A. We just it's had an explosion on Monday. I mean, don't talk it's about California. Hundreds of people were killed there on Monday. Bodies are being Iraq. found cuffed and Wait, you asked me a question. I'm trying to answer. You, do you want to hear the answer? Baghdad's like about, L.A.? You know, Iraq being, no, no. Uh, Iraq is like 
is, is it's like saying California is the midst of a mass civil war and we've got to pull out. Because, yes, there is gang warfare in L.A. That's what you have. You have the Crips and the Bloods in Baghdad. The Crips and the Bloods in Baghdad. You know what's funny? They, they probably are there. And there's some indications they are. And, of course, we get mainly screeching in the media about uh, the Nazis, <laughs> of all people, in Baghdad. It's more likely the Crips and the Bloods are there. You know, it sounds to me like uh, Annie is getting a little frustrated. And, and, and she's... Uh, I'm not going to make any uh, comments more than that, but she's painted herself into a corner, and she can't get out without getting stained. She's tied her star to the neoconservatives, and... I don't know about you, at least publicly, the neoconservative moment, uh, like gas in the night, has passed. And she needs to take a big dose of Maalox and get through it. You know, really, she's uh, she looked pretty bad there in the broadcast uh, on Alan Combs' show, and she looked like a spent whore. Frankly, I don't think she'd bring much money. She's got a bad script, too. And I think it's best she just drops out of the scene for a while and lays low. Make yourself over, sweetie. Times will change. Maybe they can still use you. you just got to wait for the right script to come along, baby. And you'll do better. You know, speaking of the right script in movies, uh, we discussed uh, the African audio show last week. Uh, uh, audio as an adios, I suppose. Uh, and if you haven't seen this film, head on over there to um, uh, to YouTube and look it up. Uh, the film uh, measured almost every imaginable form of TNB. That includes uh, the hacking off of hands, tribal slaughters, uh, religious slaughters, uh, animal slaughters. But I'm not aware that it addressed child rape. And if anyone caught that in the film, send me a chat message and let me know. The uh, Skype ID is VNN Free Talk Live. Anyway, this from the BBC, I couldn't believe this. Each month, the Benson Clinic in Monrovia, Liberia, treats several babies for rape. But few have ever been punished for raping children. And it gives a few examples of the people who have been doing this. Consider a 57-year-old Stephen Dolo who claims to have been under the devil's spell when he jumped on a five-year-old girl, removed her clothes, and raped her. Or consider the case of Arthur Blackie, appropriately named, a 64-year-old who was found guilty of raping an eight-year-old. Arthur Blackie happens to be the church pastor in Monrovia, Liberia. Sheesh. God, talk about the usual suspects. I guess it goes on to say here that men in Liberia, and I guess this would go for all of Africa, believe raping a child will bring them good luck. And others believe raping a child helps prevent or cure HIV AIDS. Okay, I wanted to mention here when I was talking about African audio, I had a communique, I had a discussion with a fellow from the Netherlands. And he wanted me to mention the film, and he's probably listening right now. Uh, he wants to remain anonymous. Uh, Zara's Blue Eyes. And has anyone out there seen this movie? 
and they are, uh, send a chat message to VNN Free Talk Live. And he reports that the Kikes are extremely upset about this film. It's an Iranian film. And, uh, and in fact, have banned the film in all of the EU. Apparently, the film was uh, broadcast uh, via the Sahar TV satellite, which was blocked by the EU uh, at the Kikes' request. Uh, listeners may recall that the U.S. government also blocks uh, reception of Al Manar broadcasting in the U.S. Uh, so uh, this Al Manar, I guess, is uh, Hezbollah TV, and uh, Americans can't get that satellite feed because the uh, 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 because the, uh, the U.S. government blocks it. Anyway, I looked up more information about um, the film Zara Z A H R A Zara's Blue Eyes. Um, and it is at Google and YouTube. And the Google search that I brought up when I was just finding information about the film, this is very interesting. Uh, I found a Voice of America uh, review of the film, commentary about the film. Now, the Voice of America, the VOA, is, um, is well, it's, it's a propaganda network that is maintained by the State Department. And most Americans living, living here uh, on the continent are, are totally unaware of this. Uh, and uh, it, but it's um, it's a propaganda organ, and it's and it's broadcast out to the world, and to get uh, the State Department's uh, Zog Israel's uh, views out there. And um, here is kind of a review commentary about the film from the VOA, and this is written by a, a State Department. Uh, oh, good. Uh, the gentleman uh, that uh, sent me this is uh, saying that he hears me. Okay, uh, he's a fine fellow from the Netherlands, and and I'll, I'll say this as an aside. He was telling me how how bad things are in the Netherlands right now, and uh, in in much of the European homeland that we, I mean, I'm serious. We so I so dearly love, and and I wish uh, the best for it. But you know, eventually. Uh, They've got the same problems we do, and they're not going to talk their way out of it. And, you know, after these last two wars, I'm not sure the people there... uh, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if the people there are mentally prepared for what it takes to clear out these kikes and the the Islamics. Anyway, that's a side note. This is from the... the, um, Well, I'm sure maybe we don't either. We're pretty soft over here as well. But we're we're crude colonials, as the uh, British say. So we may have a chance. Uh, anyway, uh, this is from the VOA. The film uh, follows the career of a fictional Israeli political candidate who supports the harvesting of organs of Palestinian children by Israeli doctors. Sounds like Mingala here. Anyway, continuing. The fictional, uh, the fictional candidate is especially interested in obtaining seven-year-old Zara's eyes for his own son because her eyes remind him of his wife's. The series carried on Sahar One TV was written and directed by Ali uh, Darakshni, a former official with Iran's educational ministry. In an interview, Mr. Darakshni said, quote, the major film companies are all under Zionist influence. Okay, and this is where um, the VOA steps in here. 
VOA says, as an incitement to hatred of the Israelis and Jews, quote, Zara's blue eyes is hard to top. It is, an equally vic- it is equally vicious in its falsification of the kind of people Israelis are and in its attribution to them of inhuman motives. Zara's blue eyes is cited in a report the U.S. State Department has just released on anti-Semitism around the world. It's funny. Around the world. Hmm. The report defines anti-Semitism as, quote, hatred towards Jews individually and as a group or attributed to the Jewish religion and or ethnicity. It says that over the past decade, acts of anti-Semitism have increased both in severity and frequency. Well, I guess that deserves some applause. They include harassment, physical assaults, vandalism of Jewish institutions, and dissemination through media outlets, oh boy, of hatred for Jews. That was Michael Kozak. Acting Assistant Secretary of State for Democracy and Human Rights, he says anti-Semitism is a disease and that you catch it from Jews. No, he didn't say that. He said anti-Semitism is a disease that cannot be tolerated. Quote, anti-Semitism has plagued our world for centuries. From the most far-reaching and vile extreme, the Holocaust, to the subtler but no less vile forms of anti-Semitism which have disrupted lives, brought upheavals to communities, and opposed political and social cleavages between communities and states. In our increasingly interdependent world, anti-Semitism is an intolerable burden. Mr. Kozak, Acting Assistant Secretary of State for Democracy and Human Rights, says, The United States, the QA, is committed to working with its global partners to monitor and roll back, remember the way they did in Vietnam, roll back the scourge of anti-Semitism. It is an important part of our strategy, quote, he said, to protect human rights and religious freedoms. How about that? How about that, folks? Was that not a good speech? Let's hear it again. Let's hear some applause for Mr. Kozak. He did such a good job. He'd be paid not like Jimmy Carter, though. He turned their backs on him. Okay. Well, it's 7.30 right now. I'm thinking about taking a short break here, just a couple minutes for a song. And then we'll come back with a new feature, the uh, uh, VNN Moneyline segment. So just hold on, Okay. Drink a time when 
gonna hook. Huh, he ain't loving you, ha. But here's the trouble, yeah, he's rubbing you wrong. Get the point and come along. He can get to the joint. I urinate it on the state while I was picking this song. Yeah, you appear to be fair. Who fuck the over there? You try to keep it, yes, he is a good old thing. The same old ways that kept us dying. Hey, yes, you, me, myself, and I, indeed. What he need is a nosebleed. Be between the lines. And then you see the lie. Politically planned. Of the understands that's all she wrote. When we see the real side to hide behind a vote. And they can't. Vanguard Radio. No Jews. Just right. <laughs>